0: You grew up around the rivalry. I did. Um, does it ever get old in your, in your household, in your family? No, but it's funny how just the attitude towards it has, has changed over the last few years. Where it's, I see a lot of my family members totally at war with themselves, not knowing what to do. <laughs> so <laughs> it's it's been fun. You know, I live literally 30 seconds away from the stadium. My whole family still has season tickets to BYU. They also have season tickets to UConn now. So it's, you know, it's close to home. You know. In, in the- Fans take it a long ways, but at the end of it, it seems like there's never anything but absolute respect between the players. Yeah, I think it's more the fans that kind of get into it. The players, like, there's there's nothing but respect, and I think that that's when it gets easier to appreciate the rivalry in a different way, when you start to get to know players on the other team. When you're kind of looking at them as just a big entity like BYU football or Utah football, it's easy to kind of generalize it, but when you start to get to know people like, oh, Devin Lloyd or BYU tight end isaac rex he's a cool guy you know like you start to get to know these guys personally and it, it just becomes a lot less um fiery and and still still competitive but not you know hateful you and Samson spent a lot of time as teammates together in a similar unit. I imagine you're really close friends. Absolutely. How is it bizarre having him over on the other side? Absolutely. Samson's, you know, been one of my best friends for years. And don't be surprised if we stage a fake fight, <laughs> full-on karate moves planned out. So we'll see what, what happens. <laughs> I'm excited to see him. It was the same thing with Devin Kafuzi a couple of years ago, seeing him. But, and, and, I mean, half the guys on their team, I mean, Keenan Peely was my safety in high school. Chaz Ayu went to TV, Like, all these guys. So it's, yeah. Now that you've had some time to digest Thursday, um, can you elaborate on, on Charlie's performance and you know how good he was? Charlie did everything that you needed to do. I, he did it with, you know, we had three drops. We had a couple blown assignments on the offensive line, and there wasn't a single play where you were, you know, frustrated with Charlie. It really was an amazing performance and just a simple performance. You know, it's not like he did anything spectacular out of the ordinary. It's just he handled his business and was clean. Um, having that in the first game, Game from your quarterback is huge mm-hmm. you expect a lot of random mistakes in the first game which we had but from our quarterback we didn't which is cool. so for a guy who has as much experience as he does does he need to learn about the rivalry does he ask questions about it or is it just another game Oh yeah he needs to learn okay we're sitting we're sitting him down talking to him about it so what do you so, tell just that uh, there's a lot more at stake here than just a game right and I think that you're fooling yourself if you just say that it's just Another game. Uh, it's not, you know, and it doesn't mean that it's the Super Bowl, but it's it's a big game. You know, we respect BYU. They respect us. We know they're going to play their best game. We know we're going to play our best game. Uh, and so, yeah, you got. I think what it is is people that don't know about the Holy War, especially people from the East, they don't really understand that it's one of the biggest rivalries in the country. And you kind of go through and tell them about that, and it makes it fun. What changes around the facility, around the, the, the staff uh, in, in their communication with you guys? Is it is it business as usual or is that, like you said, kind of fool's gold to, to keep telling you something? Yeah, uh, I think that... In a lot of language, it's business as usual. You know, uh, Coach Witt is always um, very stern and, and competitive throughout the week and respectful of our opponents. So in language and vocabulary, it's very similar. But in vibe and feel, it, it is a lot heightened sense of, you know, urgency, I guess you'd say. How do you acknowledge the streak without letting it overshadow the importance of of just getting the game done. I think you acknowledge the streak by looking back and seeing why we had the streak. You know, I have the privilege of that, of being a part of, you know, four games against them and, and seeing, okay, why did we win this year? Why, why do we have that streak? What did we do that year that propelled us to win? And, and that helps you focus more on the preparation and less on the streak.